Have you ever faced conflict where someone has done something and you're very unhappy about it? Or perhaps something has happened that is making you fearful, angry, or disgusted? That is something that happens to each and every one of us, either at work, at home, or even in the public place. I am Dr. Duny. I am the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and also your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Today's episode is going to be talking about this very important thing that each and every one of us experiences, which is conflict. This show, the Wellbeing for Mothers show, is designed to talk about the realities of motherhood the things we experience on a daily basis, and what we can do to enhance our well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. Today, I would invite you to stay tuned, grab your favorite drink, have a listen, share this with others. Don't forget to subscribe. There are times when we experience certain things and they upset us so much so that it takes a toll on our well-being. How does it do that? Have you been in a car? Perhaps you were driving and then someone just caught right in front of you and the light went red and stopped you while you were trying to get to your destination. How did you feel? Probably a little bit angry, annoyed. Maybe you said some profanities. We call that road rage, right? But you know, in that moment of anger, you had a change in your emotional state that impacted your well-being. And either you clenched your fist or you squeezed your face or some muscles moved in such a way that you felt you could do something to the person that offended you. That is a reflection of the impact that a change in emotional state as a result of conflict can have on us. But there are certain places where we experience conflict at home, at work, in our business, with clients, with patients, with your customers, even with strangers. These things occur. But what do we do when we are in those conflict situations? I remember when I was in primary school, we had an introduction to the way the human body works and some characteristics of living living beings. There was one particular characteristic that was described, and that was irritability. Now, at that age, I was so young, but then I thought, irritability, what is that? That was the ability of the human to react, the ability to when something comes or stimulates it, it can do something in response to that. So it was very interesting to learn that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? That's for those who love science. I love science. So of course, that's one of the rules, right? And that's very true, even in conflict. But you know, when we as mothers experience conflict wherever it is it may be and we react 
unfortunately, sometimes we can suddenly become nuclear reactants. <laughs> we could explode, implode, and just turn everything to an upside down state. We don't want to do that. And that's the reason why I'm always pushing that whenever something happens, do not react, respond. The ability to respond is called your responsibility. I'm going to say that again. Your ability to respond is called your responsibility. As a mother, it is your responsibility to view conflict and manage it. We experience conflict. And like I mentioned, and I keep saying, our children are watching us. Now, this is not to say you have to be hard on yourself. If perhaps you got angry because something happened and you reacted, just come back, learn from it, and move on. If your children had observed that reaction, explain to them what it was and advise them on your reflective process so that they can now see differently and be able to not just absorb that reaction and think it's okay, but then they'll be able to say, oh, okay, especially at that particular point in time, what could I have done differently? So I'm going to work through how we could, especially in conflict situations, respond rather than react. There are so many triggers out there. The trigger could be a text message, an email, uh, a, a word someone said to you, a something someone did or did not do. Don't let it get you into a state of a nuclear reactant. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about responding rather than reacting. And I'm going to use an acronym of RESPOND. So the first thing you need to do when you're faced with a conflict situation is the R. And that is to recognize what is happening. When you recognize what is happening, you're able to observe what is going on, see where things are or where they are not meant to be, whatever they are. Note them, observe them, recognize them. Now, one very important thing to notice is when you are recognizing the different things that are happening around you, your brain sometimes uh, helps and sometimes does not really help as well. Okay. The reason why I say that is because there are many times we have experienced something and a part of our brain, the memory section, the hippocampus now goes, oh, that is that bad thing that happened that time. Oh, he or she is doing that again. And we kind of put up defenses. Now, that is survival. That is a means of keeping you safe. And I would say, please, if you have such reactions, you, especially maybe you have um, perhaps uh, been beaten once or twice and now you're very shy. Um, if you do need support, please do seek help. Do, do seek support. But don't forget, as a mother, you've got this sixth sense. There are certain things that don't sit right. You don't know why, but they just don't sit right. And when you recognize what is happening and you recognize a pattern, you can take action. Okay? But rather than react, you need to work through the respond um, process. 
recognize what it is. And when you're recognizing this thing, make sure that you have an open mind. Okay. Of course, past memories, past events, uh, your past impression of the person concern might cloud things. That is why the recognition is so important because that gives you clarity. Okay. The second is E, extract yourself from the situation. When you are in the heat of the moment, in that state of anger or pain or whatever that is, there is a tendency for you to feel under so much pressure. And the ability to respond becomes less. You become more reactive than responsive. What do I mean? I'll start by describing what it's like to carry out an experiment. I remember when we were in high school, we did an experiment in chemistry. And the way it was, was we looked at the diffusion of gases. So um, when you have a particular gas in in the beaker, and then you have something like a stop, something that you can, like a piston put on the top of it. When you have the beaker that is about this big and you put a piston on it, the molecules of the gas are moving about, right? If you push the piston down, the, the volume available for the gas molecules becomes less. So they start to move a little bit more erratic because they don't have enough space. So they're kind of jiggling and moving and it makes things more agitated. If you move that further, it becomes even much more. The risk is that beaker could break and the gas could escape. Because trying to find its way out, it's like, oh gosh, we're all tightly packed, so much pressure. That's what happens when we are in the situation. That is why it's so important to extract yourself. When you extract yourself, you can have a better view, an eagle eye view, a more neutral approach to that situation, that conflict. And this is something that you can actually use for yourself or teach your children to use in their own relationships as well. So extracting yourself is such an important thing to do. Some people do it with a physical extraction. So they just leave the environment and move out, go for a walk. I would suggest if that's something that you can do, definitely. Some people extract themselves by, if it's an email or a text message or something, get rid of the device, not throw it away. (laughs) Just put it somewhere, disengage from it, remove yourself from that situation, practice some self-love. Okay, so that you can see it with a clearer mind. That extraction is such an important thing because it removes the pressure from you and everything else that could cause you to react rather than respond. The third is to seek to understand. Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, said, seek first to understand, then to be understood. When many people are in a situation, a dialogue, they want everybody to understand them, but they don't seek to understand everybody else. That is where conflict comes in. If you're trying to push your own agenda, push your own points, that becomes a big issue. So when you're looking at your life, your situation, what can you do? Listen. 
In every communication, there are two parts, listening and speaking. Listen more. Try to understand the situation. Somehow, it might also be good to kind of play devil's advocate. Put yourself in certain people's shoes, no matter how annoying they may be at that time. And just think, what would make this person say this? Why would this person act this way? That really helped me with dealing with a lot of conflict in my life. I remember there was a time when my father had just died. I'd lost, left an abusive relationship. It was just acrimonious. And I, to be quite honest, I was scared all the time. Every time I receive an email, I'm shaking. And it was really a terrible thing. Learning how to respond rather than react helped with my overall well-being. And what I did was to ensure that I was looking at it from the point of view of why is this person acting this way? And this is not a situation of why me, okay? This is you seeking to understand them. Then it occurred to me, like it's very, very important to remember, when people hurt you, they are hurt people themselves. I started to understand that the person who was mean, the people who were nasty, they were hurt themselves. And hurt people hurt people. They feel it's okay because they have been hurt. When you understand you're not giving them a liberty to continue in their atrocious behavior, you are taking care of you. You are taking the higher stance. You are standing in your power. Seek to understand. Because when I employ that seeking to understand in the process of responding, it made me move from a place of anger to a place of love. That is definitely a higher vibration. And in that place of love, I was able to see that person and say, oh my goodness, is this how you feel? I feel so sorry for you. How can I help you so that you're not so bitter anymore? Can you see a difference? That is responding rather than reacting. The next part when it comes to respond is to ponder what it means. Now, of course, this pondering on what it means is a reflective process. We as mothers, we have got this particular skill and that is the ability to ponder things. <laughs> and when we ponder things, sometimes we can extrapolate lots of things from it. But when you're, you have, you're seeking to understand and in the process of seeking to understand, which is the previous state, you are moving from a vibration of, say, fear or anger or irritation or disgust to a place of love. And you're pondering what it means from a place of love. Guess what happens? You start to get a better meaning. And your ability to respond efficiently from a place of love is going to just melt that person's heart if it does happen or manage that conflict situation better. Okay, so pondering what it means is such a good thing. What I tend to do 
rather than going into a state of ruminating, I set a timer to ponder, what could this mean? What else could this mean? What else could this mean? And when I get all that from a place of love, I end that discussion of that situation and move on. Because left to you and I, being the mothers that we are, we can ponder and ponder and ponder and ponder and keep going. <laughs> okay. So very importantly, set a timer, ponder, end it. Okay. Now the next one, and I hope this is landing for you. I know you maybe are listening to this while you're working out or you're driving. If you can, please come back to this episode. Make sure you download it. Make sure you share with other mothers. Make sure that people are listening to this so that they can learn. These are toolkits that tools that we can put in our toolkit and handle situations of conflict, of pain, wherever it is, whether it's at home, at work, in whatever relationship, and even handling strangers, even handling internet um, co connections. There's sometimes you get a strange or abusive or nasty message from someone who doesn't know you and who you don't know, rather than react, respond. Okay, so. We're going to move on to the next part, which is the O. Only connect and commence with positivity. You see, there is a saying, your words are like an egg. When they fall out, <laughs> you can't really put them back together and there will be an egg. So be mindful of what you say, okay? It's very important that we are mindful. When you're commenting, say it with some positivity. It doesn't mean that you should call what is bad good. No, I do not appreciate what you did. This is how it made me feel. There is no element of negativity in that, okay? Because you're not coming with, you are horrible, you're a nasty person, you are this, which is what reaction will do. When you're responding, comment with positivity. Now, of course, this takes practice. And it comes from a place of love or an emotion that is above love. Why? Because when you are in that state, you are able to comment. Now, it's not everything that you respond to. There are some things that you need to ignore. <laughs> there was a day I was watching a reel and uh, somebody said, if somebody uh, offends me this year, ignore them, lock them. Uh, delete them or something like that. Anyway, so that real, when I heard it, I was laughing so hard. But sometimes when you are in conflict situations, sometimes you need to ignore. You need to get rid. You don't need to even say anything or do anything. Pick your battles. There are some battles that you're like, hmm, I see you. I'll face you another time. Walk away. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so when you are responding, your response could either be silence, ignoring that thing, or making a comment. But when you're commenting, only comment with positivity. The next one is N. Note the learning points. You see, it's if this is a quote, it's they say it is a fool who does something over and over again, expecting different results. You cannot keep walking 
along the same road, fall into the same ditch multiple times. You are to learn from whatever experience you have. So that conflict is a learning point. It's a learning place for you. That school, that is life. Life is a school. You're learning constantly. Note the learning points. Write them. If you can write them in your journal, do that. If you can write them in a place in your brain, do that. Keep it there so that you can reflect on it. Note those learning points. Okay? When you note these learning points, you are, you are wiser. You're able to handle the situation better next time. Note the learning points. It's so important. Whenever you experience anything, any conflict, learn from it. And the most important one is the final step, the D. So before I go on to the final step, please, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Make sure you leave a review, please, and let me know which parts stood out for you. Share this with other mothers and don't forget to subscribe. So the D is so important, and that's the kind of thing that many of us need to connect to very, very powerfully. It is de-stress and move on. Yes, de-stress and move on. You see, you've learned the lessons. It's time for you to take a breath. Let go. There's a particular song I have been hearing recently, well, recently and I, I kind of when i heard it i just said wow this is a good one i go drink water and mind my business i don't know who sang it and i'm not taking credit for it but there's sometimes you need to de-stress and just mind your business move on the distressing is where you drink water hydration is so good Go for a walk take some fresh air that's another way to de-stress you want to go say go to the, to the gym, do some exercise, that's another means of distressing. You want to sleep, that's another way to distress. You want to meditate, that's another way to distress. You want to dance to music, that's another way to distress. Pick the method of distressing for yourself and move on. Don't hang on there. That is why it's important for us to respond not to react. This is how we handle conflict. I hope this episode has been able to highlight certain points that would help you in your day-to-day -day life, especially as a mother, showing your children how best to respond rather than react. I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Please leave a review and share this with other mothers. I am Dr. Dini the host of the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Until next time, I ask that you stay well.